Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and I have with me again uh, Mr. James Manning. Good morning. What's happening, sir? I'm loving it. How about you? Ah, uh, yeah, it's wet. It's soggy. It's, Dude, it's uh, nasty. It is. It like, is a day that we should have stayed in the bed. I agree. Today's a good day for naps. Yeah, long Man, naps. Me and Bear were talking about it a while ago. We got it at Home Depot, and uh, it was chilly. And Bear's like, I don't like cold weather. And I said, I don't need <laughs> Me neither. Uh-uh. Especially not cold and wet. It makes every joint in my body hurt. Me too. I, I like. Uh, if you go to the pet store and you see how people buy reptiles and you have to buy a heat rock yeah. in the wintertime, yeah. I need one of those for I my need bed. Too. I need one from the for my car seat. Like just sit on Oh it. yeah, no doubt. I do I don't uh I don't hate my seat warmers a bit. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> they so. don't put those in police cars, so sorry. They probably should. They probably should. Really. It'd be good on my lower back. It would be. That shot because of all the weight I have to carry. So <laughs> I know uh we got uh you brought Bear in here with you this morning yeah. and uh we Yesterday, I looked up. I've been talking to this guy back and forth. Uh, he had this giant G.I. Joe collection. Yeah, he's like, bears in heaven right now. So I did buy that thing yesterday, and uh, I, I probably spent a good five hours going through uh, separating uh, vintage from the the 2000s yeah. you know, years. And, uh, and it's like bringing me back around my childhood. It's, it's unbelievable. I had a bunch of those, and I don't know what happened to them. I'm sure my mom threw them away. I would get bored and I would shoot them with my baby gun. Yeah, or I would, when I was a uh, stupid kid, I used kid. to duct tape uh, uh, black cat firecrackers to them. Oh yeah, and bottle rockets. <laughs> Our Win M80s were real M80s, and yes, they would sir. blow your hand off. Yeah, uh, they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah. That was that was some serious fireworks. There's probably a ditch over where I grew up that still got GI Joe pieces all <laughs> like shrapnel, Joe <laughs> shrapnel everywhere. Yep, I know. Uh, I had uh, I had all kinds of toys when I was a kid and. You know, and I and I take a look at what I did have, and then what those things are worth now, and it's sickening. Dude, I had the first GI Joe comic book, oh, like no the way. very first one. The lot right now is probably worth twenty or thirty thousand dollars, I guess. But I, I had it. I had uh, when Alien was when Alien came out. Was it the like early eighties? The yep. very first one was Gorney Weaver. Yep. I had uh, Alien doll. I had that thing. My parents bought it for me. 
And I used to like Kiss when I was a kid. So yeah. I had all the Kiss dolls. Oh, yeah. I had them all. I got bored and cut all their hair off. <laughs> and then I probably set them on fire. I don't know. Yeah. They, they ain't worth nothing. Destructive little turd oh, is what I was. I so. was. But, I mean, when you played outside, that's what you did. You just, yeah. you know, I remember, I mean, I tore everything up. What was the, the Star Wars Land Cruiser, the brown thing that Luke Skywalker used to ride around in? It's kind of flat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brown. The one from the uh, where they go across the desert. Yeah. Yeah. So, me and my cousin, my cousin had one and I had one. And we got bored mm-hmm. and uh, we, we made skates out of them. That's funny. It's not funny. I'm, I'm sure my parents wanted to kill me because I tore everything. Oh, out yeah. My I, my dad is like, that's it. I'm not buying anything else. Well, my daddy had like a, a an old outboard Mercury motor, like a small motor, for yeah. a, like a John boat. And it was sitting up under a shed. And I just thought that it needed to be taken apart. And so I just took tools out there and just started taking stuff apart. You took his boat apart, Heck, his yeah, boat I, motor I did. apart. I, I cut the plug wires. I could, I these are just I, in the way. I'm dude, gonna I'm cut like, these. It's like, oh, what, what do I do this? I remember one time we had those old um, wall heaters in the house, yep. like the insert ones. Mm-hmm. And so um, I took the cover off one day, and I kind of pulled the heater part out, and I thought, oh, that should be a cool place to hide stuff, you know, like stuff I don't want my brother to steal. Right. But, you know, it was connected by a cord. Like a wire. So I thought, I'll just cut this wire. Yeah. That's the first time I got a, an experienced electrician. <laughs> like, oh crap. I'm, like, I'm looking at it die. Dude, I was, I did stupid stuff like that when I was a kid. I remember I had a lamp in my bedroom and, uh, the bulb had blown in it and it just happened to be around Christmas time. So do you remember when, back when we were kids and you had, they, your parents would put the Christmas lights on the tree and they were those weird shape. The bulbs were big. The lights, yeah. they were like red, blue, and green. Yep. And you might have had a yellow. Yeah. And they were big, fat looking. Yeah, they had the big, fat bases. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I wanted my room to be red. Okay. So I plugged my my lamp into the wall. Yeah. Took the, bu- the, the blown bulb out and then I took the Christmas bulb with my hand Oops. and stuck it down in the hole with it. <laughs> yeah, it was a really bad idea. Yeah, singing you not, you not, were singing you out of my life. Not not only did I do a cartwheel across my bedroom, uh, it was not a, uh, it wasn't a cartwheel. Uh, it wasn't my choice to yeah. do the cartwheel. It oh, was sure. the elect, electricity. <laughs> the uh, the very that. first version of the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I did that and I burned up whatever the mechanism was in the lamp. So yeah. I got electrocuted. And then I got my ass beat. That's right. <laughs> my dad was lamp. like, "What are you, are you stupid or something?" Well, I'll tell you a stupid <laughs> story like, from yes, when I, I was an, I was an adult in electricity. <laughs> so um, I used to do plumbing sales, and on my weekend or like my off time or whatever, I worked with a local uh, electrician, just making extra money. Yeah. And so this was a time in uh, in pagers. Right? Oh yeah. And you know how when you got a pager and you um and you put a new battery in it that it like would vibrate your hip off, right? <laughs> So I'm sitting there working on a uh, uh, on an electrical receptacle, and it's hot. Like there's power to it. Yeah. I'm working it hot. I don't have I don't have the breaker off. I'm just working it. And um, all of a sudden, my pager went off, and it was in my pocket. And I thought I was getting electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> and so I jumped back to get away from the electricity, but I can't get away from it because it's really my pager in my pocket. <laughs> You're just running in like a dog chasing <laughs> yeah. its tail. Yeah, it scared me to death because I thought I was getting electrocuted. So there you go. After my dad had smacked me around for uh, messing up the lamp, uh, I think that was that was warranted by my mother because it was her favorite lamp and oh. I broke it. So she's like, go beat him. Just yeah. kidding. Not really. But, yeah. No. But after he was You're done. You're not kidding at all. After he was done, you know, uh, breaking it down to me. Uh, 
he came back in the room later and he's like, you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm just a little mad that I got a spanking for that. And he, uh, he's like, well, he's like, uh, one time when I was a kid, I was sitting on an ottoman and your aunt was sitting behind me and we're, we were driving the baby to the doctor, like little kids, uh, playing house or whatever. He said, and I took a, a key, a house key and stuck it in the light socket to crank the car. And he's like, uh, and I was the one that got cranked instead. Yeah. <laughs> so, you only do that once, man. So I guess it, uh, the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. I think we all doing do dumb stuff with like electricity. Do. We all do. Well, I think we all do dumb stuff. Period. Yeah. You know, no matter no matter what we're doing, we just do dumb stuff. Oh, for sure. I can't believe I'm still alive. Huh? I, I do a little less dumb things now. I always tell my rookies when I'm training somebody, I'm like, look, any mistake you can walk away from is a mistake you can learn from. You know, if you can't walk away from it, then you got bigger problems. Amen. <laughs> right? You got bigger problems. But uh, but anything, you know, you screw up in life, you can you can learn from it um, as long as you can walk away from it. So. It's a, that's some words to live by. And speaking of screwing up in life, let's go ahead and jump on this. Yeah. Today's What the Florida... Florida man dressed like Fred Flintstone pulled over in his footmobile. There you go. Uh, Pasco County had a modern Stone Age moment back on November the 4th when a barefoot driver, Fred Flintstone, got stopped for speeding. According, oh. yeah, according to Pasco County Sheriff's Office, uh, Wesley Chapel uh, and Don Swartz was pulled over for speeding inside the residential complex in the Metal Point subdivision. He was dressed as Fred Flintstone, and in his car was transformed into a cartoon's footmobile. I have a picture. We will post it. There you go. Um, Mr. Flintstone was issued a citation for speeding and came unruly as it, as he was detained. Uh, the department joked and added that the vehicle is now part of the PSO fleet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After further investigation, Mr. Flintstone was issued a notice to appear and uh, released. Uh, this was... Uh, Intelligence-led uh, policing <laughs> looking like something from the Stone Age. Uh, a very special thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Don and Trina Schwartz for being such great sports. Yabba-dabba-doo. That's it, man. That's it. I'm a little disappointed. I was wanting to, I was hoping that Fred was going to be drunk and start swinging at him with a big, giant uh, yeah, turkey big, leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a brontosaurus bone. Yeah. So, wow. Um, but, yeah. yeah, this guy, uh, and I'll show you this picture I have here. Cool. Uh, here's his vehicle transformed into the, oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I'm going to post that. Yeah. That's pretty I'll cool. definitely post that. So that took some, that took some, some ingenuity and some cash, it you, was. Know? It, you know, it, just to make it look like that. I mean, that's a tiny little car anyway. What, I, what I kind of car is that? I don't know. It's like one it's of, one of those looks like it needs a key on the top to wind it up. Yeah, pretty much. It's like one of those that I would never fit in. It, and if I ever did fit in and I had a wreck, I would just be dead. It's, it's called, uh, what some may call it a coffin on four wheels. Yeah. Because if much. you have a wreck in that, you're, they're not getting, you're you going to be coming out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you're coming out of that one alive. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how people fit in that. I don't either. You, sure, I don't, you don't can't either. comfortably. No. Well, I mean, I probably could. I'm a midget. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Not midgets. Fun size. I'm fun sized. <laughs> yes. Fat and fun sized. Hey, you know. I'm like one of those mini Snickers. Just a little fat, chubby, just enough. Hey, that's the way I feel lately. <laughs> we, we went to my mom's house this past weekend to eat, and um, it was kind of like a uh, an, a late celebration for Bear's birthday. Yeah. And, um, yeah, 
you know, you know how it is when you go to mom's house and, and you know she's gonna eat, feed you. Well, you eat everything. Yes. You know, it's not like it's not like at my house where it's like okay, I'm gonna cook. Um, I'm gonna cook grilled chicken and green beans and you know whatever. I might have one of each thing. I might have a meat and two vegetables or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's got like three meats, twenty six vegetables, two different kinds of lots bread. of carbs. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's like okay, well I made this cake, but I also made this cake. And well, my, me, me and your daddy like this cake, so I made this one too. She made like a, a cake pop arrangement oh, for him. Yeah, nice. They were really cool. Yeah, but um, for him for his birthday, and so yeah. But I mean, it's like I go over there and I feel like I gained twenty seven pounds mm-hmm. at one time, and then I look at him like, wait a minute, Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming up. This is this just ain't gonna be good. No, that's what I was telling. I was talking to Brittany about it. Uh, of course, I we both had dieted down before we got married, just so we could fit in our clothes. There that, you go. So we could take good pictures, and. uh and then I don't know what happened after that. I just started eating like uncontrollably. Oh, um, you were up watching the Braves play too. That too. Yeah. That too. Uh, and then, uh, that's why we could, I, I figured that out. That's why we couldn't do this yesterday was the Braves played Tuesday. Night. I was so freaking tired <laughs> I yesterday. I was so tired yesterday, but, uh, oh, I, I work, I work Tuesday night. So I feel you. Oh, and I got a good story for th- Tuesday night. You'll love it. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Great. But yeah, I know, uh, she and then we just were like discussing Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I was like, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I better get in the gym now. Yeah. I better leave in the gym. No, I'm just not going to eat until November the 25th. Is yeah, that the 7th, so. whatever it is? I'll starve myself. <laughs> starve myself down. Yeah. So, but uh, no, I'm in trouble because I can't lay off. My dad, between me and my dad, we can eat a pecan pie by ourselves. Oh, yeah. Or each, you yeah. know, if, if it had, if it came down to yeah. it. So, if, if that's all, if I, you know, if I got space and time. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not shying away from it. Yeah, uh, for sure. So I'm gonna eat whatever's there. So uh-huh. Keep your giblet gravy though. I'm good without that. Uh, no, man. I, my brother likes gravy. My mom and my mom likes it, but no, and not me. Not me. I, I've never. I don't, I don't like mess. any kind of gravy. Though. Me neither. No, I don't know. I'll tell you this. They make a tomato gravy. Yeah. And uh, at uh, Big Bad Breakfast in Florida. Okay. I, I might not too. Be and I that. never thought that I would ever eat that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's like a. It's like tomato. It's like a real thick tomato soup, huh. and it's got and it's just good. It's good yeah. on fried chicken I don't, I don't and biscuits. Like, uh, you know, I don't like. I, I don't understand like brown taking, gravy and white gravy. I'll pass. Yeah, no, I mean like white gravy. It's like okay, let's take some uh, dry stuff and put some water in it to put it on top of some dry stuff. So you could swallow this without choking to death. Yeah, is like, that the whole point of gravy? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whole point of gravy is messing up my food. You no know, doubt. It's yeah. like I order mashed potatoes somewhere, and they're like, you want gravy? I'm like, of course no. not. No. Why screw up my potatoes? What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I agree. What are you doing, redneck? He's uh he's going over the helmets. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so in this giant G.I. Joe collection I got, I got all these figures, and then they came with all the accessories, but the accessories are not with the actual individual thing. <laughs> it's all in a bag. I have 300 <laughs> figures, and I've got probably 3,000 helmets and guns, and, yeah. but... Anyways, and trying to know which one goes with it's which. going to slow down for roofing in the you know next couple of months. It's going to be cold, so I got plenty of time to get these things put together. Yeah, and yeah. sell get them. The GI Joe collection together. Yeah, I'm oh. already becoming attached to it. I don't know if I'm if I can sell it. Dude, I'm telling you, I already told you, man. If I'd won the lottery, I would just bought it from you because that kid right there would have loved it. Yeah, he would have loved some GI Joes. I I I haven't seen uh, a more complete collection. Yeah. I just kept pulling stuff out of the bag, and I'm just like, oh, you got to be kidding me. This That's is really here. Cool. this is in here. So. Well, so um, Tuesday night we're at work, right? And uh, and I posted this on my Facebook page. You might have seen it. I don't know. But um, 
my Facebook post said, uh, tell me you're a, a county deputy without telling me you're a county deputy. Yeah. And um, this was the uh, the call that came in to um, Walker County 911. Hang on just a second. I'm going to make sure I get this right. Okay. Um, let me find Because I took a picture of it, of course, you know, for posterity's sake and all. And so um, let's see here. Trying to see the exact time if it's got it. Okay. This happened at 2.39 in the morning, so Wednesday morning, Tuesday night. Um, man calls, uh, and he advised he's in a transfer truck and has hit a donkey, and it's laying in the roadway dyke. He hit a donkey? <laughs> he hit a donkey, dude. Like a for real donkey? Yeah. And I was like, dang, I bet Shrek's mad as hell. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Donkey. But yeah, that was a. Uh, that's the kind of calls you get when you're a, a county uh, police officer. Somebody that, hit a donkey. That and to come get raccoons out of a trash can. Yeah, but so. And snakes and lions and tigers and bears on my ear. So um, my, my thing is like, but when you hit a when you hit a donkey, yeah. What 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 happens to the donkey? Oh, he did. Yeah, but uh, what, but what what who comes and gets that donkey? Usually the property the uh, the donkey owner has to deal with it. Oh, so it's it's whoever owns the animal because the yeah. animal was not secure; mm-hmm. it was running around. Yeah. I got you. I got um, you. Luckily, I guess you could say um, it kind of knocked the donkey out of the roadway, so it was laying over kind of on the side of the road in the ditch. Um, so it wasn't as bad, but you know, I mean, if it'd been two thirty in the morning and. And donkeys laying in the middle of the road, you got to sit there until somebody comes and well, gets it. Well, that's the thing too. Like if it's in the middle of the road and it's mm-hmm. not time, people are not paying attention. You risk a oh yeah more another risk. accident. So. Yes, sir. You know, and so uh, so yeah, you kind of have to deal with that. I remember um, I was going to my parents' house, um, and they live over in Alabama, and I was coming down one hundred from Somerville for some reason. I don't remember why, but as I was coming around this corner, there was a car in the middle of the road with the flashers on. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. So you know, I pull over putting flashers on to make sure they're okay and i get out and uh this little old lady and it was probably like 10 o'clock at night she was in a, a i won't ever forget it, a gold honda accord and uh she'd come around the corner and hit a horse in the middle no of the road way. and the horse just basically just fell on her hood and you know the horse is over there you know not dead yet um oh, you know having a hard terrible. time and so i of course got my gun out of the car went over and put it out of its misery but uh, but yeah, I mean, it just she just hit a horse. It was like me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, when he shoots the cow yeah. over and over and over. Dude, I, we had a guy one time that had to shoot a raccoon like eight or nine times. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, it just yeah, just had it wouldn't. Die. Hey, people, if you if you're not familiar with those type of critters, raccoons can get ginormous. Oh yeah, they are. I mean, yeah. we had two come through our backyard. We were uh, it was last year, last fall. We were we were cooking like doing marshmallows and s'mores and stuff outside. It was nighttime and it looked like two giant barrels rolling down a hill, but it was mm-hmm. two raccoons yeah. running. And well, uh, dude, of- you should have seen, I mean, it, myself included, yeah. we were, we were hauling it to get in the house. I, I didn't know what it was. Well, so. Part of it too, like our, um, our duty weapons, you know, are nine millimeter and we sh- used to shoot, um, I don't know what Roman shoots now, but we used to shoot that um, Winchester Ranger Talon which is P plus B, so it runs at about about 1,400, 1,500 feet per second out of the gun. Yeah. That's fast. That's moving. And so those little soft bones in that raccoon does not make the bullet expand. So it just smokes right right through it. It just pokes a hole in it. Yeah. And so you just made it mad. Yeah, it's not hitting anything vital. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, they had to shoot that thing like eight or nine times to kill it. You ever been called out with a a vicious dog? Yeah. Pit bulls? Yeah. Yeah, to put it down. Well, so um, one time um, I got called over there on, um, God, what's the name of that road? 
it runs up to a Mount Alto. Okay. Remember the old radio station? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Because right there before you get there, there's a creek and the house right before that. So people called, um, the people who used to live in that house had moved out and left two dogs. There. Oh, wow. One of them was a puppy and one of them was a full size dude. It was the biggest pit bull I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh-huh. So I get there and the dog's aggressive. Uh, the person that called had rode by on a bicycle and the dog had tried to chase him on a bicycle. So, um, I get there and the dog's just, you know, you could tell he's extremely aggressive. So I called animal control. I'm waiting on animal control to get there. And, um, the dog came at me. So I have my baton in my left hand and I have mm-hmm. my gun in my right hand. And as he's coming at me, I stuck my baton out to kind of hopefully give him something to bite. Yeah. As I'm getting ready to shoot him. And then I pointed the gun toward his face. It's literally like he was human. He just kind of looked at that gun and kind of had that look like, heck no. <laughs> and runs away. He's like, I'm good. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, he, he stays over there in the yard out of the roadway. And so I'm waiting on animal control to get there. Well, animal control gets there. And like I said, dude, this is the biggest pit I've ever seen. Um, they have to tranquilize him twice no to way. get him put down. Yeah. So the second time they trank him, he, uh, he runs around the backyard. And like I said, there's a creek in the backyard. And so he disappears kind of over down the side of the creek. And so, um, we get over there and there's a metal stob sticking up out of the ground about a foot. And he is literally suspended hanging from that stob by his, Cajones. Oh no! His jewels. Yes. He's like, just kill me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't so, want to wake up. <laughs> yeah. So, so he got fixed at that moment, I guess. But oh anyway, uh, but yeah, he they tranked him and, and took him in, and you know what, whatever happened from there, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, man, there's been a couple times that that dogs have kind of got after me. Most of the time, um, if they come after you in an aggressive manner, then then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to put them down. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, if they're not, if they're just barking or growling, you just kind of give them some space and uh, and call animal control. Just depends on what what the situation is. Where I lived, uh, I had this uh, big dog. He was a cross between an English and American bulldog. He looked like Hooch off of Turner and Hooch. If you oh, yeah. remember that movie? Yep. I think they redid it, rebooted it. There's another Turner and Hooch on Disney now. But oh, I know that. But I. Uh, he was a, he was huge. He was a big dog. And, um, the area where we lived, there was a house in the, in the area that, uh, they were, they were manufacturing and selling meth mm-hmm. out of it. And so where my house was, there's this big hill that backs it. It's a big operation apparently going on. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, we kind of suspected though, cause there's lots of, you know, traffic in and out late at night or all day for that matter. And, uh, the task force had came over the mountain behind my house mm-hmm. and they were going to go, you know, behind my backyard across the front. And they had come up the other side where the house, the other, the drug house was. Yeah. And then there's one way in one way out road up a hill. And, uh, they had, they had that blocked off mm-hmm. with, uh, with, uh, suburbans and all kinds of stuff. So, but anyways, uh, the officer had, the officers had came over the hill and my dog is this big giant dog. Uh, big, big, huge mouth and white, nasty-looking teeth and green eyes. His mm-hmm. eyes are green like lima beans. It's weird. He's weird-looking. And uh, when they came over, he charged at them. Yeah. But my backyard was fenced in. And they 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 said, uh, I'm so glad that your yard is fenced in because we would have had to put your dog down if he yeah. was loose uh, because he was doing his job protecting his house. Yeah. But uh, the, I remember the officer looking at me. He said, Man, that's the closest I ever come to shooting a dog. He said, uh, he said he absolutely terrified me because he was, I mean, he was huge, he had a big old yeah. giant head. And one, uh, <laughs> one thing we started doing on, uh, on SWAT was when we went to a house that we knew had a dog, especially like on drug warrants and stuff, uh, we carried a fire extinguisher. 
Oh, okay. And fire extinguisher is good to deter a dog. Okay. Yeah, because it just puts out a big old cloud. Yeah. And, and so you don't have to be really precise with it, kind of like you do with uh, pepper spray. Mm-hmm. You can just spray that fire extinguisher at it, and it does really good. Yeah. And uh, but I remember one time we and had, then you can smack him, smack him in the head if you got don't to. Work. <laughs> Dude, I won't never forget. We had a, a call, one of my very first SWAT calls in my life. Um, we uh, it was a dope warrant. We uh, breached the door. Door pops open, and uh, as we're getting ready to go in, a huge pit bull comes running at us toward the door. Yeah, whoa! And the guy uh, who has the flashbang in his hand kind of dropped the bang right in front of the dog, <laughs> and that dog literally crapped all over that house. <laughs> and I'm not talking about little droplets. I'm talking about piles. Oh piles. my god! Like he he ran from one of the house to the other, crapping everywhere. just crapping all over the place. And we were walking through it, slipping in it, sliding. Oh my it. man, gosh. it was disgusting. The ride back to the building that day was just because <laughs> it just smelled like rotten dog poop. Yeah, that's I the mean, worst. He, he cleaned his colon out. That's for sure. <laughs> he was like, "Thank you for uh, getting rid of that blockage in my body. I'm free." <laughs> Alpo's made me stopped up. Right. We, we, uh, we had talked, uh, last episode, uh, and again, I know a lot of you guys are really getting into our, uh, Tales from Behind the Blue Line series, and we're glad to bring that, uh, to you. And it's been very informative, a lot of good feedback on it. So, uh, we will continue, we're going to continue to do this, uh, talk about these things. Uh, but we talked about knife attacks. Yeah. And that was a, you know, split second decision between, mm-hmm. hey, what, you know, am I going home or is this guy, checking out you know yeah. um and so uh christmas not christmas i'm looking at my starbucks is out with the new christmas their christmas already, cups are dude. out now already yeah so i'm like about trying to say uh halloween and i'm looking at a christmas cup so i apologize uh halloween not in japan uh a man a 24 year old man dressed as a joker um gets on a subway train in tokyo and stabs 17 people mm-hmm. yeah. and sets fire to the subway car yeah and so, um, and I had, when you sent me that, I had, um, made a Facebook post about it. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not. Yes, I did. Um, and so, uh, one of the things, man, that I, um, crap, why can't I find stuff? And this all leads, ties back into mental illness as well, too. Yeah, so this for is, sure. This is the same things we've been talking about. Yep. Um, and so, you know, a couple things about that. That guy had made the statement, um, here it is, had made the statement that he wanted to, cause I guess in Japan, he wanted to kill at least two people uh, because then he'd be sentenced to death. Right. He wanted to I die. saw that. Um, and then uh, the, the 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 quote from the one person, Sean uh, Souk, I guess. I just, I'm glad you're doing it. Look, I just, we just did a, a podcast about Frank Shamrock. Yeah. And uh, I probably mispronounced every name on the thing yeah. except for Frank Shamrock. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the way I used to be. Like if I was reading like something out of the Bible and I couldn't understand it, it's just like, and yeah, that's who that was. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I'm I'm guessing it's Shunshuk. Uh, I got the last name because it's Kimura. Yeah, that was pretty easy. Um, but it said the only thing we could do was run away, which was very scary. Um, that in running away is scary, you know, to, to think that's the only choice I've got. And part of it is because like Japan, um, in they have a strict, very strict gun regulation. Yes. Um, it's so funny because their law says, uh, no one shall possess a firearm or firearms or a sword or swords. 
And I'm like, dude, I can't even have a sword. And that goes back to the samurai regime. Oh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and, and there were very few exceptions allowed. However, now citizens are permitted to possess firearms for hunting and sports shooting, but only after submitting to a lengthy licensing procedure. Yeah. Um, so now you got a guy on a train, a subway train, which is an enclosed environment. You know, how, how wide do you think those things are? Probably 12 feet, maybe? Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they're moving. Like yeah. you, there's, I mean, there's, there's a stability issue of yeah. having your, your balance, your feet under you. You got, you got seats on either side and poles and all kind of stuff. So you're in a very enclosed environment against somebody with a knife, which is a very uh, dangerous weapon. You're in, in a bad spot. Environment. Yeah. You're a very bad spot. And then, and then you think the only, only choice I got is to run. Heck no, dude. Uh-uh. Not, not in the United States. No, <laughs> definitely not in, in the South. No, not yeah. in, not in Georgia. You might go to, you might go to California or New York or something, but yeah. definitely not in Georgia because yeah. I guarantee you, you start coming at, at people in Georgia, somebody on that train's got a gun. If you, if you come to Georgia and get on a subway with a knife, you may, you may come dressed as a joker, but you leave in <laughs> dressed like some Swiss cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You, you're going to get smoked. And so, um, but even in, in that enclosed environment, you know, the, the thing you have to think about that is, so let's say somebody did have a gun, right? And you got all these people on a train in a very enclosed environment and you have hardly any training whatsoever or whatever, you know, that's a dangerous situation in itself. Uh, you got another, uh, it, there's a, um, this guy, he made a scene again, we talk about mental illness. I mean, this guy made a statement that he was wanting to kill at least two people so he mm-hmm. could get the death sentence. Yep. And that uh, his uh, goal was to, he just wanted to kill happy women. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, why, why happy women? I don't know. I guess he's got some sort of women issues. I, I guess know. so. I guess some mommy issues. So, uh, yeah. Uh, stabbed a 72-year-old passenger uh, uh, who is now in critical condition. Uh, this, of course, happened on uh, Halloween night. So, there's, there, I'm not familiar with any updates if this gentleman had passed away or not. Hopefully, he didn't. And then 16 other passengers. One of them was a middle school student. Uh, sustained minor in- injuries. Uh, folks uh, also sustained uh, smoke inhalation and eye pain from the fire which he had set. Yep. Um, this guy is—he is just a typical um, another knife wielding POS. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, with mental illness or whatever, whatever well, it is. So let me ask you a question because I don't remember. So when we were kids. Um, did adults dress up for Halloween? They didn't. I didn't think so. They didn't. No, they did not. And so, you know, I understand people like to dress up and have fun or, you know, some people like to dress up like hookers. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, um, before the the problem is most of the time during the year that that's not typical. Right. And so somebody could dress up like the Joker and, and be on top of you and hurt you before you ever really realize it. Whereas the rest of the time of the year, if somebody walks in dressed up like a joker, you're going to be like, what is you're this gonna be guy like, doing? Eh, what? Yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and if people want to dress up, that's fine. But that, that to me, that's one of the issues. Um, but yeah, you're in a, in a very tight environment with somebody with a knife. Um, man, it's just a dangerous situation. And if all the only choice you got is to run, uh, I ain't going out like that. Yeah. Man. You know, it's just like I said in my post, I might die, but I'm going to die fighting. Yeah. You know, I see all, all the time on movies and, you know, people are like, get on your knees. <laughs> no. Nope. You're going to put knees. me there. Yeah, you're going to put yeah. me there. Yeah. All right. My kids are going to know I love them. My kids are going to know I fought for them, but you're going you're gonna to put me there. Yeah. Now, I might see my kids running through the train, right, getting away. And, and that's one of the things we've worked on a lot of times is like, especially, you know, if we're in the parking lot or somewhere or whatever, 
Um, and I tell him, I'm like, look, if something bad goes down and daddy gives you the code word, uh, what are you going to do? You know, we walk through those scenarios and, um, like they're like, okay, like Bennett, she's 11. She's like, I'll, I'll grab little brother's hand. We'll run into Walmart and go to the, uh, the family bathroom so it can lock it. Yeah. You know, um, we have those conversations, uh, because they it's, know it's so man, you have to have those conversations, you do. And, but I need to, my part is I need to number one, make sure they're safe, but I also need to make sure I got room to do what I need to do. Yeah. Right. If I'm worried about fighting this guy or whoever, or two or three guys or whatever, or, um, and I'm also worried about stepping on my kids or, or them getting hurt, then that deters my, your focus is somewhere yeah, else. My focus. And you know, as well as I do, you can't focus on two things. No. If you do, you're going to screw up both. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so now I'm going to not be able to fight worth crap and I'm going to hurt my kids. Do you know how long it took me to figure that out? <laughs> I do. You got to stick to one thing. Yeah. Well, I'm 48 years old and I'm still having a hard time. I used to be like, I'm a multitasking. Yeah. But, but now it's yeah. like a, oh man, what yeah. was I supposed to do again? What yes, happened? Exactly right, man. And I think part of that's getting older too. Yeah. I can't multitask like I used to. <laughs> me and Barry. Or at least maybe I could never multitask and I used to just tell myself I was good at it. That was so, me. Yeah. Well, me and Barry were coming over here and, uh, he's looking in the car and I'm like, what are you looking for, buddy? He's like, my cup. I can't find my cup <laughs> or my drink. I can't find my drink. Yeah. And I said, Oh, really? He said, Yeah, I can't find it. He's looking in the cup holder. He's looking everywhere. He's like, I can't find my drink. I said, Bear. It's in your hand, buddy. <laughs> he said it was a cup in his hand. He I'm wakes like, up like I do. Well, and I told him, I was That's like, funny. man, I do, I do that all the time because I'll be on my phone talking to somebody, getting out of my car going, all right, I got my keys, I got this, I got this. Where's my phone? Damn it, where's my phone? I'm like, oh, crap, it's in my hand. I'm on it. <laughs> I will never forget I was going to high school one day uh, when I, I was driving to school, and I was wearing, I wear a hoodie. If I wear a hoodie, my car keys are usually right there in my, paw, in my pouch on my hoodie. Yeah. If I buy a hoodie that don't have a pouch on it, it makes me angry. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I'm I'm literally almost at school, and I'm like, shit, where are my keys? Where are my keys at? And I'm like patting on my hoodie, but dude, I'm driving down the road. Yeah, I'm they're in the ignition. They're in the ignition. Yeah. They're where they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I get a bear. I understand. I know. Early in the morning, it's uh, it's a, it's a crapshoot how it's going to end up. I was getting ready to come to work the other day, and I had just left the gym. Was going to get a shower, and um. I pull up to a red light, and this lady pulls up beside me and kind of waves at me. So I rolled my window down. Um, like I said, I'm going to work, so I'm in a patrol car. And uh, she's like, officer, officer, uh, there's a guy asleep at the red light. And I was like, what? She's like, he's passed out. I was like, okay. So I bust a U-turn, pull over there, and uh, turn my rear blues on. I'm getting out. Like I said, I just left the gym, dude. I'm in shorts and T-shirt. Yeah. And so I put my gun on, you know, just in case things go sideways. Yeah, because he may be. Yeah, and there's a guy who has walked up to the truck on the other side. And he said, dude, I've been banging on the window for like five minutes. He's out. So I get to him. Luckily, his window's down, and his head's back, and his mouth's kind of open. There's a cigarette hanging out the corner of his mouth. <laughs> and the ash on that cigarette's like two and a half inches long. <laughs> and as he breathes, he's just breathing. You see the smoke coming out from where he's just breathing. And, uh, dude, he was out. And the car was still in drive. Man, yeah. So I reached in, um, put the car in drive, took the keys out, stuck them in my pocket. And I was like, hey, buddy. Nothing. Hey, buddy. Nothing. So I shook him. Dude, he come to, and man, he had that wide-eyed look. You know how kids are like when they're riding in the car and you get home and you're like, all right, baby, time to go in. They're like, they get that like scared look. Yeah. That's the way he looked, dude. His eyes were like the size of softballs. What was wrong with him? He's high. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, hey, man, you doing Heroin, okay? Heroin, probably. Probably. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, you doing okay? And he's like, yeah. 
I said, why are you sleeping? He's like, I wasn't sleeping. I said, yeah, you were. Dude, you was on another planet. Yeah, he was out. Yeah. So the uh, the RPD officer got there, and, and uh, I kind of helped him with the whole whole scene and stuff. And, you know, he arrested the guy for DUI. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just like, man, you know, people people doing stupid stuff, and, and you know, you can't can't really get away from it no matter what you do yeah and um but yeah he was just driving down the road and decided to take him a little siesta at the, at the red light that situation you never know like that, that's the other thing too when you're walking up to a car and, and when you we do a traffic stop that's yeah. just you don't know what's going on i had a, a friend of mine he's actually a friend of my dad's he's diabetic mm-hmm. and he stopped at the red light mm-hmm. or stop sign. i think it was a stop sign and he started ha- having a a, a diabetic yeah. spell and he had one foot buried into the brake. Yep. And he had his other foot buried into the gas. So Sooner. he's holding up. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, yeah. And luckily they, uh, they were able to keep him from, uh, taking off in the middle of oncoming traffic, mm-hmm. which is, a, I mean, it's a huge risk. It could have happened. So, yeah. Well, you know, and it's, it's a dangerous situation when people are in cars anyway, because, you know, um, no matter, no matter what kind of gun you got or whatever, a bullet's not going to beat that car. No. Right? That car's going to get you. Um, and so you was talking about that diabetic um, issue. So um, the the court case that all police force is based off of, okay, uh, whether you decide something is excessive or, or whatever, the one that gave us the reasonable, uh, what's deemed whatever's reasonable, right? So is it reasonable um, if you're uh, doing shoplifting at, a, at Walmart or whatever and you got some shirts tucked under your um, shirt and I walk up and I say hey uh, you know you're under arrest stop and you go no and I just pull a gun and shoot you is that reasonable would you think that's reasonable no no not at all no. right um, as opposed to I walk up in Walmart same situation and I say hey you're under arrest stop and you pull a knife and you start aggressing toward me is that reasonable absolutely right and so basically what Graham versus Connor says it's what would a reasonable officer do in like circumstances and like situations right um and it's not judged off of hindsight it's not saying um three months down the road well if I was there I would do this no it's what you would do in that situation mm-hmm. in that instance at that time. looking at the totality of the circumstances so looking at the totality of hey this guy's coming toward me with a knife right um I saw a video today. Um, this guy, I don't know what was his deal, but he was assaulting a police officer with rocks. Like, he was just chunking rocks. What? At him. Yeah, just chunking rocks. Now, is that reasonable to shoot that guy? <sighs> See. All right, so now here we're going. Now I'm, uh, I'm shooting that dude. All right, so I'm going to give you a little bit of clarity. <laughs> right, let's, say, let's say the rocks are pig gravel. That's one thing. Is that reasonable? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's enough just to make But if the rock's the size of a softball. Is that reasonable? Yeah. Yeah, because that yeah. can cause great bodily harm. Right. But you see all these comments and all these people are like, oh, now you shouldn't have shot him. He's he just throwing rocks. He's just throwing rocks, yeah. right? Well, uh, don't rocks bust windows when you throw them? Don't people get their head gashed open? I'll give you one that happened just last night, just yesterday. Um, and down in Atlanta, oh, I, I bet, just saw dude. it this morning on the news. Uh, three teenagers stole a car running from the police. Well, the police was chasing them. Mm-hmm. And they crashed the car, and it killed all three of them. Mm-hmm. So now the news is going immediately to the family. And the family's like, they had no business chasing them through a residential area like they were. If they had to just let them go, then they wouldn't have had a crash, and they wouldn't have died. And so that family is already seeking an attorney to to file a lawsuit against the Atlanta Police Department. Yep. Well, what, what happens if 
they're driving that car stolen and they hit somebody jogging mm-hmm. and then they just leave the person there laying there dead and they take off running. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's a, why that's a lot, lot of ifs, woulda, coulda, shouldas, but. Well, and that's why a lot of police departments um, have a very strict chase policy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not chasing for um, for what they call the seven deadly sins, which are like murder and rape and arson and ch- uh, kidnapping, um, aggravated child molestation, those kind of things, those serious crimes, if you're not chasing for those things, they, 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 they don't want you to chase. Because yeah. it's not worth the risk. Right. right. And can't they just get the tag number? and then They go can, to but the thing is, but a stolen, stolen car, you don't know who's driving it, it yeah. right? Yeah. Um and, and you know the way the legal system is sometimes too even if even if you're driving your truck, right? And you do whatever, you're driving reckless or whatever and I get your tag number and I take out a warrant for you later. Well then it's like, well, he wasn't driving that truck. Yeah. You know, who was driving? Oh, he wasn't driving. You know, I know somebody got off a DUI like that. What? They were actually going to their um their uh boyfriend's house, this female, they're going to the boyfriend's house. One of their boyfriend's house um, in their white Chevy Suburban that their husband bought them. Oh. And um, DUI wrecked, rolled the Suburban, oh, flipped my. it. Well, then got out of the car and started walking to a gas station, called for help. Um, police got there. Uh, they found that person walking up the road. And they're like, hey, um, your truck's wrecked back there. You know, I wasn't driving. Well, who was? Oh, I wasn't driving. And they actually got off the DUI like that. No way. Because they had a decent attorney and a terrible case. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's just the way society is. Yeah. Uh, there was a man. So that's why a lot of, a lot of police departments have a, a really strict chase policy. If yeah. you're not, if you haven't committed one of these major offenses, then. There's no need to risk yeah, people's lives. Not at all. Especially not for a property crime. I got you. A uh, property crime of a stolen car. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to let you chase. Right. Unless um, they've used that stolen car to transport drugs or, yeah. or rob or, a bank or, or a gas you know, station. Or if they're, um, let's say, before, and so the way most policies say, um, if you're driving reckless, let's say you're driving speed limits 45 and you're driving 75, 80 miles an hour. I clock you driving that, right? Um, that's, tw- that's 20 miles over, so that's reckless driving, right? So if you're doing that and I light you up and you continue flying, then that is chase worthy. Gotcha. Because you were doing it before I initiated my lights. Mm-hmm. But if you do it after I initiated my lights, so let's just say you ran a stop sign and I go and I light you up, but then you take off. I'm the one that initiated that. Then you you can chase then. Yeah, then. You cannot chase. Because I'm the I'm the reason you took off. I gotcha. Right? And so that that's kind of the way a lot of I know that's the way Rome's policy is. Um and so that's so not it don't make any sense no it it puts it puts shackles on you yeah right um i've had several times to where um cars have left known drug houses that i've been watching for months um get behind them you know they got a tag light out tail light out so i'm gonna light them up um turn my blue lights on they take off on me and so i start chasing them or whatever and the first thing supervisor is going to ask is what do you got you know why are you trying to pull them over Tag light, tail light. Yeah. Okay, discontinue. Wow. You know, so you just pull off on the side and of the And you road. can't even, well, it's like uh, hearsay and suspicion. You can't just say, well, I think that they may have drugs yeah, in the car. Not at all, because you have no proof. Oh, I need my, yeah. 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 And so, um, but like I said, the way they look at it is, if I'm the reason they're running, then they're not going to Call it off. Yeah, they'll call it off. But if you're already driving, great. Now, if I can articulate that, you know, 
hey, he's driving over before I lit him up, right? He's driving over the center line. He's all over the place. He's, he's probably, probably DUI yeah. or whatever. Then I turn my blue lights on. Then that's a different situation. I got gotcha. you. Because now it's a danger to society, even with them just driving down the road. Um, so they have to kind of balance that out and weigh. And, you know, and also you have to take into uh, consideration um, what time of the day it is, what's the traffic light, what's, what's the, the road, weather, what's the weather, um, how familiar are you with the roads, right? Because there's a lot of roads still for me up in Walker County. I don't want to chase down because right. I don't know them roads. Sure. Man. Them, them, some of them roads are some crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, it goes from, you know, asphalt to gravel to, you know, <laughs> chert rock. To um, donkeys in a road. Yeah, donkeys in a road. <laughs> right? And so you, you kind of have to take all those things in consideration, um, and actually, when you're in a chase, you have to. You're supposed to be giving that information on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time we were on Broad, and there was a a lookout for a possible aggravated assault suspect. So, aggravated assault is basically, I guess, if you watch TV, it's like attempted murder. Um, the statutes for aggravated assault says um, person commits aggravated assault when they, with the intent to rape, rob, murder, uh, with a dangerous weapon or something, could be used as a weapon. Um, blah blah blah. So basically, we've got a possible dangerous person, right? And it was a white Honda Accord with a primered hood. I think okay. it was or like a black okay. hood. Anyway, so officer gets behind it on broad, right about the 200 block. He says, hey, I'm behind this car. Gives out the tag number. I'm going to pull it over. Well, I'm going north on broad, and so I whip around behind him. Car takes off on us. So the second car's job, which was me, it's my job to call the chase. Number one guy, it's his job to drive the car. That's uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And so it's my job to say, okay, you know, we're driving, what's your speeds? We're driving 45 miles an hour. Um, we're going up second Avenue. We're taking a left on shorter, um, you know, medium traffic, uh, roadways clear. Right. Um, and then every once in a while, I'm still giving up updates. You know, we're passing horse legs, still 45 miles an hour, still 50 miles an hour or whatever. Um, and giving out that information as we go, that gives a supervisor, um, information because, who knows where they're going to be, right? They may be on the other side of town or in our case, they may be on the other side of the county. Right. And so now, you know, let's say that that chase happened at um, three o'clock in the afternoon, right? So uh, we make a right on uh, um, on North Elm Street, um, going past Western Baptist Church. We, you know, hit those railroad tracks at 45 <laughs> miles an hour. Dukes Hazard. Yeah, I was about to say, Dukes yeah. Hazard. Um, so now we're going up into Lavender and we're coming by that school. So now, 55 miles an hour coming by that school. At three thirty in the afternoon, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's a bad right? situation. So that's that situation. That's information they need to make a decision, because most cops, in their mind, do we gonna chase it till the wheels fall off, and so that's why it's the supervisor's responsibility to be like, hey, call that one. Yeah. You know? Now, and and most policies say an officer will never get in trouble for discontinuing the chase. If I'm an, and I've been in them before. That dude been in a chase was totally justified for whatever reason. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm done because I see it as dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, the roads might be slick or we might be going through a congested area or a residential area and it's just not worth it. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, I, I get that. Um, I don't know what APD's chase policy is, but, uh, I know it's gotta be strict. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not if they're chasing yeah. for that. Well, that's the other thing too. You're in a big city. So yeah. things change a lot. You know, there's different. Yeah. Different situations um, in big city, I guess. You know, and, and you don't know the whole situation. In certain areas, yeah. too. So. You know, now let's say that that stolen car, right? Those three kids in that stolen car. Um, like the other day in Chattanooga, we had a um, we had a lookout on a car that was coming back into uh, into Walker County, 
and the guys that were in the car had been hanging out the window shooting at a guy going down the road. What? So now you got a stolen car, eh, but you got three guys hanging out the window shooting at somebody. Yeah. Right? So that's a different situation. Is that now, aggravated assault? Yeah. Yeah, much yeah. so. Three times at least. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and that's all kind of stuff. But, you know, that one, most department, like me, I, I'm not pit certified. Pit certified is what, like GSP does when they pit a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they come up behind the back quarter panel, um, edge into it, and basically they'll spin the car out. Yep. Yeah. In that situation, when I've got three people that are shooting at somebody, I, I'm not going to try to pit them. I'm just going to ram them. I'm going to put them off the road and put them in the ditch. Yeah. You know? uh, I'm going to get them off the road and, and where they don't hurt other people. That's when you have that big guardrail in the front of the That's right. That's why you got, the it's, car. it's called a push bumper. I got gotcha. you. Um, so we talked about Graham versus Connor, right? and a lot of people wonder where um, like authority comes from. So Graham – was a diabetic, okay? Um, he asked his friend to drive him to a convenience store to purchase orange juice uh, to counteract the onset of insulin uh, reaction, okay? Uh, he came in the store, and seeing the number of people ahead of him, he hurried out and asked Barry to drive him to a friend's house instead, right? He's needing some help. Yep. Whereas to me, if I'm going in and I'm going through that situation, I'm just going to drink the orange juice. Yeah. You know, I'll, pay, I'll pay, for pay for it in a minute. It. Yeah. Sure. Um, so anyway, a uh, police officer became suspicious after seeing him hastily going in and leaving the store because there had been uh, a good many um, thefts and robberies at that store. So he follows his car, made a, a stop on the car, and he had both of them to, um, to, to wait while he kind of figured out what was going on at the store. Uh, backup officers arrived, and they handcuffed Graham, which is typical, right? If I've got that situation, I think he might be an armed robber or whatever, I'm going to go ahead and detain him. He's sure. not under arrest, for but I'm going to For everybody's safety. Yes, while I figure out what's going on. Um, let's see. During that encounter, um, he uh, he fell down or something, and he was released when they found out that nothing had happened at the store. So he tried to file a lawsuit in district court against the responders, alleging that they had used excessive force in making the stop in violation of his rights under uh, the 14th Amendment. Um, let's see. So, anyway, basically, um, I'm trying to make, I'm just scanning through stuff. Um, basically, they made they, he made a legal stop based off articulable reasonable suspicion, believing that possibly crime was afoot, uh, and he was totally legal to, basically place him in handcuffs just to make sure that everything was okay, right, mm-hmm. during their stop. Um, but basically, they uh, they did not find them at fault because, um, let's see. All right, so um, basically they looked at it and said, you know, was this reasonable? Put this guy in cuffs. The thing about it is with law enforcement, everybody tells you a lie, right? Uh, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I can't breathe. Or I get this. Or I'm that, right? Um, they did not recognize the signs of diabetic issue. Just like we talked about before, the signs of diabetic issue, I mean, signs of mental illness mm-hmm. and things like that. A lot of times you don't recognize that. Um, you may think they're just acting out yeah. or whatever, or just, we call it incarceritis. You know, they don't want to go to jail, so they got incarceritis. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but basically that's the, the court case that me- made everything measure up. So whatever uh, whatever I do has to be deemed reasonable. So basically it's based off of the severity of the crime. Yeah. Right? So we talked about that in a chase. Because a chase can be considered a use of force, especially if somebody's hurt. So um, what's the severity of the crime? Right? Um, is the person armed? Is the person actively resisting? And um, and is the, is the person effectively, or are they trying to get away? 
So let's just take the court, the case we talked about in Chattanooga, right? So we got three guys that were hanging out the window trying to shoot a guy, right? Yeah. So what's the severity of the crime? It's pretty severe. Yeah, he tried. They tried to kill. Yeah, the guy, tried to kill somebody. Right? So uh, are they armed? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They got guns. Or for for what our information, they got guns, right? Um, are they actively resisting? Well, not at that point not in time because they're trying to drive. Are they trying to get away? Yeah. Yes, yes. So, so now if I'm in that car chase of the, the four-pronged test from Graham versus Connor, three of them are checked. So I'm going to use my car as a as a piece of force, and I'm going to put them in the ditch. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to run them off the road. Um, and so you – that's – and again, we've talked about this a hundred times. That's decisions you got to make in a millisecond. Yeah. You know? It's that, not – it's not – like me and he just sat here and did a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's happening like milliseconds. Yeah, that's you got to make those decisions. Live time while you're driving 100 miles an hour, trying to uh, people's in your ear oh, talking. Dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and you're trying to talk and, and stuff. Um, I remember when I first started in law enforcement. Man, my FTO uh, was an older guy, um, and the first day we get in the car, he's got the police radio on. It's on scan, so he's listening to he's listening to CDPD, he's listening to County PD, he's listening to County Sheriff's Office, he's listening to fire, and he's listening to EMS all at the same time. And, and um, on top of that, he's on his cell phone. This is before the, the hands free loss. Okay, yeah. So he's on his cell phone, and the car radio actually was on the Braves game at the time. <laughs> so all this is going on at once, and I'm like, what? How in the world can you do all this? Yeah, and. Uh, and I remember one time I was in a car chase and uh, my phone rang and um, it was my ex-wife and she called. And so I picked up the phone and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? She's like, Oh, nothing. What are you doing? And she can hear, you know, rew, rew, oh, this rew, in chaos, the background. Yeah. And she's like, um, what are you doing? I said, I'm just working. She's like, no, what are you doing? I was like, Oh, I'm in a car chase. <laughs> she's like, you're what? You're talking, get off the phone. I was like, Oh no, it's fine. We're okay. You know, I'm just, hauling yeah. tail down Shorter Avenue in a car chase with, you know, boobies going on and I'm on the phone. So yeah, I probably don't, you know, I'm glad, yeah. I, don't, I'm glad I don't work for that department no more. Cause they'd probably write me up. You would that. get wrote up for that. So yeah, even now, you know, <laughs> five years later, they're still, they're going to try to write you up anyway. They would. They'll send it to you in the mail <laughs> <laughs> with your uh, speed ticket past Rome high school. That's right. Do you see I, that? Oh uh, man. I tell you, um, I agree with that in a lot of ways. Yeah. I do. I mean, I, I, if you ain't speeding, you ain't getting a ticket. That's the way I look at it. That's me. And, and when kids are involved, I have no no uh, compassion for you. No, yeah, that's for like, sure. You know, there's there's a few things like um, on traffic stops. There's a few things that if you're doing, I'm not going to give you a break. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're DUI, I'm not going to give you're you a break. You're going to jail. You're going to jail, right? You're going to jail for DUI. Um, secondly, uh, if your kids are not buckled, you're going to jail. I mean, you're getting a ticket. Sorry. You might go to jail, but you're getting a ticket. <laughs> yep. Um, no questions asked. You know, if you run a red light or if you're, even if you're driving on suspended license, sometimes um, I, I might cut you a break depending on how shorthanded we are. Um, you know, if we've got four guys on the road and, and the roads, the ant calls are blowing up and I'm going to be tied up at the jail with you for 30 to 40 minutes, I may, and you got a, a licensed driver in the car with you, I might say, hey, you drive. I'm going to write you a ticket for driving on suspended. And show up for court. Next time you go to jail. Yeah. yeah. Cause he will. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I might do that depending on the circumstances. But, uh, if you're DUI, you go to jail. And if you're, uh, if you got kids that are unbuckled, you're getting a ticket. Yeah. Period. Oh, um, here's a question. That, sure. Uh, so you got to wear a seatbelt in the car, mm-hmm. back seat. Are you an adult? No, we're talking about kids. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. about an adult then. Okay. If you're an adult, you don't. 
All right, what if you are driving in a pickup truck in the back seat of the pickup truck? You're talking about the bed or the back seat? The back seat. Okay, back seat just like back seat of a car. If you're an adult, you don't have to have a seatbelt. I got you. Okay, all right. Uh, if you're under, you have to. Right. Uh, you can't be in the back of a pickup truck under the age of 18, and you can't be in the back of a pickup truck on a divided highway. Yeah. Which, you know, when we were kids. How am I alive? Dude. Yeah. So uh, I used to play baseball over behind the levee, and I played for K-Spring. Yeah. Because I grew up down there. And um, our coach's name was Dale Byers. <laughs> I love Dale to death, man. I can almost tell where this story's about to go. Well, you know, he would come to K-Spring, and because a lot of those kids' parents were working and yeah. couldn't, you know. Couldn't it's take, a long drive. Yeah, dude. From K- well. So, well, and a lot of them would show up at the game, yeah. but he made sure they got to the game. Yeah. So, and he'd always pick me up on the way. Well, dude, there'd be seven or eight. You in know, the back of the truck. In the back of the pickup truck. And Acting we're, like fools. And we're flying to get yeah. to the ball game because we're late. Yeah. You know? And it's like, dude, how we didn't die, I will never know. But, uh, but yeah, um, adult back seat, don't have to have them on a, a seat belt. You do in the front. And kids always have a little seatbelt no matter where they sit. Isn't that wild? Like, you literally – I remember my dad, we had this big green LTD. Yeah. And I remember we had a big long bench seat in the front Heck of yeah, it. I've slept in them things, dude. Yeah. And my dad, uh, he'd put in uh, the Bob Seger 8-track, uh-huh. and I'd stand up. I'd be standing up in the seat, like in a passenger seat. I was just a little bitty kid. Yeah. And my dad's just driving, driving yeah. around singing. And the reason he stopped doing that is because – Somebody pulled out in front of us one time, and he just caught me before I went through the windshield. Yep. He had stopped. So, but yeah, I, you know, I had those big back decks, you know, kind of behind the back seat. You can lay up I've in the window. Yeah, there before. Man. Oh yeah. Well, go back to the get. Talk about getting on a heat rock like a lizard. That's when you and when it's cold. Yeah. And you get in that back glass yep. when we're going on a long trip. Yep. You'd be it was out, like dude. like a cat in a window. I would sleep. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you know the. Uh, uh, the, and even in the front seat, the seat belts were just like lap belts. They oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're just paralyzing yeah. you if you get in a car. Right? Yeah, it's but snatchy. If you have a wreck in a car like that, they were they were built like tanks. Oh, yeah. It's so. like it's nothing but metal. Yeah. And, and, you know, metal and hate built that car. Have you seen uh, any actual wrecks for the Ford F-150s? Uh-uh. With the aluminum bodies? No, I haven't. Man, you ain't making it out of that. Yeah. It tears that thing up like a tin can. Oh, I bet it does. I mean, there's there's nothing to it. It's just, uh, I know I thought it was funny. Uh, we have some family that live in Texas, and they came and visited, and uh, they've got a brand new Ford F one fifty. It might be might be a two fifty. I'm not sure, but magnets won't stick to it because the body's aluminum. So, what's the purpose behind that cost? Probably cost. Yeah, I would think so. I bet fuel. make a lighter. Uh, yeah, more. So you got better fuel economy, I guess. Yep, because it's lighter. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I want to be alive. I'm gonna ride my bow tie. Yeah, that's like that little. Um, well, I mean, that's like that little car we just talked about, looking like a yes. automobile, dude. Yeah, yeah. You get ninety eight thousand miles to the gallon, but dude, one car wreck and yeah, you're finished. You're, you're yeah. There's nothing left. Oh, of I mean, you. heck, you hit a deer and you're done. Yeah, you know, the deer's gonna kill you too. You ever seen what it looks the, like? The deer's gonna put you on the wall. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen what it looks like when you open a can of tuna? Yeah, that's what it's gonna look that's like exactly when they cut right. the top off of it. So. God, but uh, I, I don't, I don't. You know, I mean, I understand trying to save money if you know. Or, uh, and fuel economy and crap like that. But, dude, you, you kind of got to draw the line. Yeah. What's going to be Which the your safest? Yeah. Especially when it comes to my family. Yeah. You know, I do stupid stuff for me all the time, you know, but I'm, I'm not going to do stupid stuff when it comes you to got, my kids. You got a false sense of security. You're driving in a big truck like that. And you mm-hmm. think, oh, I'm in a big truck. I'm safe. Man, yeah. that thing would just, I mean, fold up like a dang. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. an accordion. 
Yeah, you want to take a look at some of those yeah. those crashes. We, we all photos. need to get electric cars, and so then we can make it all the way across the country on one tank of gas. That's what Biden says. <laughs> Did he say that before or after he crapped in his pants? <laughs> I think during. I think his whole life has uh, been one crap in the pants. He needs to be like the his new career. spokesman. So when, he, when he's no longer president, he can be the new spokesman for Depends. In soft ice cream, soft-served <laughs> ice cream. When he was sitting there at that uh, <laughs> that climate summit or whatever, let was, me tell you about Satchel Page. He was the sitting Pope there. Doesn't care. He was sitting there sleeping, you know, during the meeting. And I was sitting there thinking, I bet he's peeing his pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so warm. It's so warm. It's so god. Oopsie. I, some of the, the funniest president uh, presidential moments caught on camera was one when uh, George uh, Bush Jr. Uh, got the shoes through at him when he was. <laughs> When he was in Iraq. Oh, yeah. Giving a press conference. And the dude's like screaming at him, throwing his shoes at him. And he just ducked it, too, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's just, like, yeah and he just keeps Bye-bye. talking. Yeah. And then the other one is George Sr. When uh, I think he was in Japan, and he got food poisoning. And he's there at this table with all these diplomats. Yeah. And he's like, and just yeah. throws up all over himself. <laughs> it's terrible. Did you see uh, Trump doing the chop the other night? Yes, I did. That was great. I did. I can't believe there's not a million people saying, see, I told you he was a racist. <laughs> I He's supporting that. the Braves. Wow. He's yeah. doing the Tomahawk show. Yeah, apparently Cleveland Indians are taking the Indian sign off there. Yeah, they're the Guardians board. now. What? And they're also being sued by a roller derby, a roller derby team called the Guardians. Uh, and they're basically trying to steal their logo. So now we got the, the Washington football team. Washington football team, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. What's the uh, Braves going to be? They're not going to change. <laughs> okay. They're not going to change. It's Atlanta. They're not changing. Okay. Yeah, that's they, what you uh, want to say. But. They uh they've already came out and spoke to like multiple tribe leaders. Uh in the Braves has a great um rapport in and helping uh Native American communities build and grow. Mm-hmm. Uh so they, they donate a lot of time and money into those organizations. But you know, probably but what the thing is the people that are getting the pissed most pissed off probably are not They're even not Native, Native Americans. Americans. Yeah. yeah. They're probably some, you know, rich white people. Yeah, who just want to complain. I mean, if if you if your name of your team was the Bloodthirsty Engines, yeah, or, or something like that. I mean, I get it. The Scalpers. The Scalp. Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, know, you know, scalping scalping started with uh, the soldiers. Oh yeah. They taught the Indians about scalping. So hmm. yeah, because they there was a. I have to do some research on it, but you can dig into it a little bit. But the guy that uh, when scalping. Indians got the idea of scalping from the way the soldiers were treating them because they were killing them and scalping them. Wow. And they'd come back and get a bounty for every scalp they had. Yeah. So the Indians was like tit for tat. Yeah. Let's do it. Native Americans. So, uh, Man, people just get offended by too much. We uh, we are actually about to do a podcast on, uh, I don't know if you saw this, where the reform schools uh, that had basically were taking Native American children away from their families uh, from like uh, – they're trying to beat the culture out of them. Yeah. They put them in these reform schools. So they would cut all their hair off. they make them dress. Trying to save the poor Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. They didn't need anything but to be left alone. Pretty much. Um, Most people, that's all they need to so, be left alone. So the first account, uh, this was this year, uh, they had found uh, 218 uh, mm. un- un- unidentified children uh, at one of the reform schools in a mass grave up in Canada. So there's multiple um, reform schools in Canada. Yeah, and so they started going to each one, and so now the the body count is up to almost eight thousand children that were killed in in at these reform schools. Wow! So and, you know, and it sounds harsh for me to say that, 
and they can't beat the Indian out of them, they just they would end up dead. Wow. Know? So yeah, but we're about to do a podcast on that. So and and like I said, I mean, most people most people in this world will be fine if you just leave them alone. Yeah, let them live their life. Yeah, as long as you're not breaking the law, and as long as you're not disturbing other people, you know. But I so um, Tuesday night, right? I was working. And this lady calls, and she wants to complain about her neighbors. She lives in a trailer park up there, and she wants to complain about her neighbors. I was like, okay, what's up? She's like, well, uh, they drive by my house, like, you know, really fast all the time. She's like, they're doing, they're selling drugs up there. I was like, okay. Um, she said, and they got loud, you know, they're loud cars, and and uh, um, and then they um, they drive, like, to their next-door neighbors instead of walking. I mean, they could just walk. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm she just didn't have nothing better to do. Yeah. She said, and then they walk by my house, and my dogs get all riled and up. They didn't and, bring me any drugs. Yeah, I know it. And so I was like, okay, well, I, you know, I said, well, ma'am, here's the deal. I said, it's not illegal for them to walk by your house. You know, as long yeah. as they're not in your property, they can walk down the road. Yeah. You know, um, I said, as far as them speeding and loud cars, I mean, I'll come sit up. She's like, oh, it happens all the time, all hours of the night. And I said, you know, as far as the drugs go, I mean, you know, I, I guess you could call the task force. She's like, I've already called the task force. And they won't do nothing. So, well, ma'am, they can't just come kick in doors. And they see her name on the caller ID, and they're like, oh, yeah. it's so-and-so again. Yeah, pretty much. And so, um, so I, I, came I, to my I pulled up can. there, and I sit there. And I sit there for like, I don't know, man, close to an hour. Roll my windows down, turn my radio, you know, my radio off. Everything's off. It's quiet in my car, and I'm just sitting there. I don't hear one single sound, man. No, two cars leave the leave the little trailer park area. None of them loud music. None of them speed. Nothing. And she I'm just like, wants she wants something to complain she about. She just wants something to complain about. She's like, my kids can't sleep. My dogs can't sleep. I can't sleep. And I'm like, well, ma'am, I mean, I, I don't know what you want me to do, right? Uh, yeah, if the cars are speeding, I can do something about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, if they got loud music or whatever, and it's like excessive and it's a noise complaint. Okay, she's like, well, I got it. I, I got them on video at the neighbor's house. I said. Doing what? She's harassing them at this yeah. point. Yeah. She's, like, she's like, I shot a video there at the neighbor's house. They drove over there. Okay. Maybe they got a hurt leg and don't yeah. want to walk. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or, or maybe they're taking supper and don't want to carry it all the way across the road. Because, you know, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. And people want to, to to put themselves. And and these are the same people that are post on Facebook, you know, come take my gun from my cold, dead hands. But yet they won't go to their neighbor and say, hey, can you turn that music down a little yeah. bit for me? Or they get on Facebook and say, this police officer didn't try to help me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I, I came out there and sat, but there, there's nothing going on. Yeah. And, and I've had people all the time. It's like, well, you know, you tell them you, tell them you can't do something. And, and they're like, well, well you're, you're a police officer. It's like. Yeah, but I mean, I, I can't go violate somebody else's rights just, I know. Be, just because you want me yeah. to, right? Or just because you believe that they're dealing drugs. You know, you've watched enough Miami Vice and CSI, I guess. Uh, CSI ruined things for like a lot of law enforcement. Yeah, I because bet. It's like uh, somebody breaks into your house and they're and they're like, oh well, well you can get uh you can get fingerprints off thin hair, can't you? <laughs> I saw it on TV. They did it in forty five minutes. You can get DNA off of somebody's fart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, you can't. What? Yeah, but <laughs> who's little, trying to collect that evidence i'm telling you man and so <laughs> and, and they they want you to like like fingerprint for everything yeah right and so it's like well okay how, you know how many people would you guess have been in your house you know because we're fixing to get all of their fingerprints That's exactly right yeah and so we're not we're not gonna know who did what now if you said hey they broke into my house and they drank out of that glass right there that's different. That's different, right? Yeah. But just say, hey, they, they, you know, check the windows for fingerprints. Well, I'm going to get your kids' fingerprints and your, your fingerprints. And, and who used to live yeah. here before you? Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and your and your husband's girlfriend fingerprints yeah. just checking in the window to make sure you ain't here and no, everything. No. She's hanging outside the window. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so uh so people kind of just get um they they get messed up with TV shows. Um that's like a lot of stuff that people expect you to have to do as law enforcement. So like um if you watch a TV show, and let's just say um, you see somebody arrest somebody, what's the first thing they do? They put, them in them, cu- put them in cuffs and read them their rights. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know you don't have to read them their rights? Oh, really? You don't? You don't. I, I, oh, well, I never knew that. Yeah, because that's what TV tells you. So They what, never read me my rights. That's right. People tell me all that time. I put them back in the car like, you can't arrest me. You didn't read me my rights. So basically Miranda rights or for certain reasons. Number one, um, if you and the the way Georgia reads it and says is if you are detained without an expectation to be able to leave, so if you're in cuffs and back of my car, you're detained, you can't leave, right? And um, interrogation, which means I have to be asking you questions, yeah. Other than administrative questions, other than what's your name, where do you live, what's your birthday, stuff like that. So, um, to most people, I arrest them, put them back in my car. I'm not asking them nothing. I take them to jail. Have you ever had anybody bring that up to you in court? No. Judge, yeah. I mean, the defense attorneys know they better. Know. They're they not know. stupid. Yeah. You know, it's the people on the side of the road that are like, you didn't read me my rights. Well, I ain't got to. In and, the then, and then their cousin's filming you. Oh, yeah. In, their, yeah. in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know my rights. So I had that one person that one time tell me, I know my chapter 13 rights. <laughs> I just filed chapter 13. I know my rights. That's right. And <laughs> so, uh, but that's some of the stuff that like TV has just, um, you know, ha- has screwed things up. That's like I was saying that, uh, a long time ago. I used to fly fish a good bit, and when a river ca- a river runs through, it came out. It, everybody's trying to fly fish, and I'm oh, yeah. just like, "Get out of my damn way! I'm trying to fish. Yeah. Move, move! Don't you know I'm casting in this arm, fool? Didn't yeah. you watch the movie? <laughs> so. Well, and, you know, and and then you see um, you see guy or see people try to do like police tactics they see on TV and stuff like that, and. And and all citizens arrest. Yeah, citizens arrest. I arrest you. Um, it, it's just it's hilarious to see how people do things. Or you know, like I said, we've talked before about sovereign citizens and stuff. Yeah, I don't have I don't have to to give you my license. I'm not driving. I'm traveling. I've got uh, a whole other episode we can do. I was thinking about this was uh, um, when you deal with people that's not actually law enforcement. Mm-hmm. who may be like hired security guards and oh, things yeah. like that yeah, dude. and how they push the envelope on a lot of things that they do. It's uh yeah. Well, and they, you know, we, got, de- we definitely need to discuss that. Yeah. Like have a whole breakdown of uh, what these guys are actually capable of, yeah. what they're, what they're allowed to do. What well, they, they're not they allowed have to no do. more authority or rights than you do. Yeah. That's like the loss prevention. Well, I, don't you read my shirt? Yeah. It's it says security. security. They gave me this badge for a reason. Yeah. I went to a two-week class or two-day class. <laughs> Them right? girls give me free coffee over there. Yeah, because this right here, Buster. I got a I got a gun belt on, but you know, I ain't got no gun. <laughs> I got a rubber orange rubber, <laughs> like what oh, you, is you, saw, you saw Barry's picture, didn't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I, dude, we've had security people try to pull people over before. That's a big no-no. Yeah. 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 That is impersonating an officer. That's exactly right. And that will not only get you arrested, in a lot of instances, that'll get you shot. Yeah. 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 You know? Um, and it, it gets a lot of women raped. It does. Yeah. Uh, and so a, that's, that's why, a big problem. That's why we talked about the traffic stop on that traffic stop episode. Um, most officers understand, like, if, if somebody tries to pull you over and you're, you're like, eh, there's like one single blue light on that car. That, that might is not, not a police officer. Yeah. Unless you're in... Uh, I don't know, man. I've seen some uh, 
during my travels in the Midwest, mm-hmm. I, I've seen some police cars that still it's like Buford uh, yeah. T. Justice. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> now even the ones that's got like the what they call the the bubblegum light on top. Yeah. So like the new um, the new Trooper cars. Have you seen that new Camaro they got? No, I have oh, not. Oh, dude, that thing is bad. It's so pretty. Yeah, I'm I mean, check it is, that out. It is a GSP Camaro. It is slick, but. They put a dang bubblegum light on top of that thing, and it's ugly as sin. Why would they do that? I don't know. But when you see that thing light up, you know for sure that's police. It's police, yeah. yeah. But, like, people just got, like, a little single flashing blue light on their dash, like you see in, like, Starsky and Hutch. And you, can hear, and you can hear a white snake playing inside yeah. the car. Yeah, that's not going to be a police. <laughs> that's not a cop. Yeah. But when the when the thing lights up, like, Christmas morning of nothing but blue light, yeah. that's probably a good idea to cop. Yep. Um, but even even saying that. If you uh, if you're being pulled over, you know, especially as a single female or young female, whatever, and you call nine one one, you're like, hey, look, there's somebody trying to pull me over, but I'm not sure. I want to make sure. I want to make sure. First thing that's going to happen is nine one one because the police officer's probably by the time he turns his lights in, he's already called that traffic stop in. Yeah. Um. You know. So the way I do a traffic stop, I get behind the car, whatever reason, I'm gonna light it up. I go and start calling it in. Um. Let's just say I'm going Shorter Avenue and I'm approaching Coker right there in Far West Drum. Yep. Before I ever get to it, if I can, it's not always a perfect situation, especially at nighttime because things change really fast. But if I can, I'm going to call it out when Coker's just a little bit ahead. Mm-hmm. We're going that way, and it's going to be like, you know, for me, like I said, my badge number is 47, about 47 central traffic stop. And they're going to be like, okay. They'll ask me where I'm at. So I'm shorter approaching uh, Coker. Um, a black Chevy Z71, tag number, give it out. Um, so when that blue light, and then I turn my blue lights on, I've already called all that in before I turn my blue lights on. The reason being, um, if you take off or if you come out of that car shooting at me or whatever, they already got the information where I'm at and what I'm doing. Right. And that way it's already on, on the log for everybody to see. They can relay everybody in Mm -hmm. if they need you. If I light it up and then start trying to call it in, well, things can get sideways in a hurry. Yeah. So, um, so all that information has been called in 911 pretty much before the blue lights come on. So if I'm pulling over, pulling you over and you're like, eh, that's a little fishy. I call 911. Hey, I'm, you know, Karen, um, there's a police officer trying to pull me over. I'm on shoulder Avenue right here near Coker. Um, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. 911 probably going to be able to say, yes, that's, that's a police officer. Um, worst case scenario, you can say, Hey, I, I feel more comfortable pulling into a, a more well-lit area. Right. And, and most cops are going to be fine with that because dispatch is going to give that back to us. They're going to sure. be like, you know, and they're going to keep, it keeps them safe. That's exactly You're right. not hit by a car when you're trying to do a traffic stop. Dude, I'm telling you, uh, people pull over in the weirdest places. I've had them stop in the middle of the road. <laughs> uh, just, just stop. You know, yeah. you'll be on a two lane country do road. Do you tell them, like, keep going to yeah, where you yeah, can. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. yeah you can to, to kind of make it safer because they'll stop on a curve. They'll stop anywhere, man. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, is people have a wreck. So let's say you, you hit a deer, right? And, um, hadn't tore your car up really bad. It's still movable, but you hit a deer and you stop right where you hit it. And we're in the middle of a country road and the roads go, or you hit a donkey. Yeah. And, and you know, you're right there in the middle How of the road. How does that even happen? Dude, I'm telling you. But, um, what people don't understand is, you know, they have a wreck and they just stop right where they're at. Well, the law says that if you can move your vehicles out of the road, Move them yeah. out of the road. Yeah. You know, we can pretty much decipher what happened just off what you tell us, mm-hmm. right? Most accidents in Georgia, um, if you hit them in the rear, you're probably you're, falling too you're, close. You was too close. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, if you got a green light and they got a red light and they pull out in front of you, they ran a red light. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's simple stuff. So the law says if you can move the vehicle, move it to get out of the way. 
Yeah. Um, people just don't, well, I, 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 my daddy told me to stop and stay right here. Yeah. You know, and now you're making it more dangerous for everybody else. Yeah. You set yourself up to get potentially hit, mm-hmm. you know, by something bigger. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're, if you're another car and you're coming approaching the vehicle, right, approaching the wreck and you see blue lights and yellow lights of a wrecker and red lights of a fire truck, I, I, I got two words for you. Slow down. Yeah. Dude, I have literally thrown my flashlight at people before because they've almost hit me. Yeah. Um, I've yelled at people. So <laughs> I always say, you know, when I get out of the car, um, the way Rome's, uh, body pack system was when you turn your blue lights on, the body pack came on. And so we had an audio um, body pack, and the video was inside the car. It, like, shot out the window. So literally, I would take my body pack off when I got out of the car um, on traffic. I want to, like, directing traffic or whatever wrecks because I didn't want it catching me cussing at <laughs> yeah, yelling at people to slow down. Yeah. Um, and so I've almost been ran over by, um, by actually by a deputy leaving the jail working one night. I just saw a video the other day. Uh, there was a traffic stop. And the, the the female police officer's at the back of the vehicle, and another a deputy comes rolling up, and dude just runs her like runs her over, mm-hmm. like pins her up against the car that they stopped, and guy just gets out, and starts putting his like he didn't even know what was going on. Wow, yeah, I mean, and so that like I said, man, directing traffic is super dangerous yeah. because people don't pay attention. Oh no, absolutely and, don't. And they haul tail coming by, and what you need to understand is um, when you drive too fast around that. Better hope I ain't around because you're getting a ticket. Yeah. And, and, that, and you should as well. And that falls under the move-over law, which is a $900 ticket. Ooh. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, Daddy, it, Daddy what, that's, are we, what are we getting for Christmas? Uh, nothing. I gave all my money to the state of Georgia. <laughs> I made a donation to the police department. That's right. So, <laughs> and you ain't getting jack. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Another re- I hate the police. They ruined my Christmas. Hey, yeah. <laughs> now your stupid right. driving parent ruined yeah. your Christmas. But, you know, there's so many things like that that people think that um, are okay or not okay or whatever. It's like I was always told growing up that you could not drive barefooted. It's against the law. It's, it's not. No, it's not. It's not at yeah. all. Um, that don't make any sense. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't see why it would matter. Yeah, I don't either. You know? Now, if your shoes are in the floorboard and they're slide forward up under the brake, you know, that's different. That's a hazard. Yeah, that's a hazard. But, dude, I mean, it used to be me, man. If I was going on a long trip, that's the first thing that came off. They're like, license registered. Oh, my God, get out of the car. Yeah. You don't have your shoes on. Yeah. Send back up. <laughs> I did. I've been around police officers that were that way. Yeah, I believe yeah, that. that. That would want to, you know. I believe that. I, I've been around some, man. It seemed like every call they go, I need another officer. <laughs> what? You're getting a cat out of a tree. What's the problem? Yeah, that's right. Are <laughs> you trying to get a bird out of somebody's like, bedroom? Tackleberry. Get that cat out of the tree. <laughs> the 357. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cats down, ma'am. Cats down. Well, you, you need to come do a ride along one night. Oh, man. I would. I can do that. That'd I can do that. That'd be good to come back and talk about. Yeah, we'd, we'd have fun. Uh, and, you know, and just to get to see. Um, Wait till we get our our uh, camera systems in. Okay. Because that way, you know, even if you're in the car on a traffic stop with a camera system, you can hear what's going on. Yeah. And, and that's what's always hilarious. As you never know. Yeah. Well, and that, and you get to hear the, the interaction. Yeah. You know, when you walk up. And, Why don't you go arrest a real criminal? Yeah. Oh, dude, you have no idea. I'm just, I, man, why are you harassing me? <laughs> um, I was reading a story the other day of this lady, and she had, I think, two kids in the car. And there was a passenger in the front seat. Um, 
as soon as the police officer walks up, that's what, why are you, why are you stopping me? Da, da, da. Well, you were speeding. I, I wasn't speeding. You were speeding, ma'am. You know, he's trying to tell her what's going on. Well, now she's got two kids in the back that are unbuckled, oh. both of them unsecure. So, um, everybody's yelling, everybody's screaming. So he gets the lady to, he's like, ma'am, step out of the car for me, you know, to kind of calm the situation down a little bit. Well, then the passenger gets out and starts running her mouth. Oh, God. So now he's telling her, hey, get back in the car. You're going to jail for obstruction. Um, the mama driving the car winds up going to jail. Uh, the pastor almost went to jail, but he decided against it because then he was going to have to call defects for the kids yeah. and everything else. Yeah, it was going to be a lot yeah. to and deal so, with. Again, you know, we talked about it before. The side of the road is not the time to argue your case. No. It's not the time to tell me how. That's why you get a ticket. You can yeah. go to court. That's exactly right. That's it. But, and it's not the time to tell me that, uh, you know, the judge, you know, the sheriff yeah. or, you know, the chief or, 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 you know, your chapter 13 rights. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, man, it's, it's just not the time. Yeah. And so, um, too, too many people, I, I don't know what's ever gave them this, um, this mentality, you know, that they don't have to follow the rules. I do. It's called the news. Well, that's exactly it's right. It's called the news. Yeah, yeah, it's part of it. Yeah. You know, and you see um, you see police officers getting persecuted for doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, we've talked about it before about, you know, the, the cop in uh, um, the Wendy's parking lot. Or even, um, so I just talked to a buddy of mine who's a U.S. Marshal. Um, they just indicted uh, U.S. Marshals like in Atlanta when they shot a guy. Really? Uh, because it was, I think it was two different, two separate marshals. They shot a guy like, 60 times. Holy shit. But the guy was still, you know, was still an active threat. 60 times? I think it was 60 what times. What was he on? I think, you know, Everything? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, but wow. I mean, 60 times. But here's the thing. All right, let me, let me say, um, so let's say I, I do, I, I shoot somebody, they go to the ground, right? Um, they're laying on the ground. Yes, they're shot, but their hand's still on top of the gun. And I'm telling them, move your hand, get your hand yeah. away from that gun. Are they still a threat? Yeah, absolutely. Is that correct? Because they still got the gun in their hand. Yeah. So I'm still approaching that situation is that's a lethal situation. Sure. Right. Whereas if I shoot them and they're like, ah, oh, they throw the gun away. Okay. Well, that's a different story. Yeah. Right. I'm just not going to sit there and, and fire anchor shots. Um, but I mean, you have to, again, you know, people are making judgments and they're not in the, and not in that situation and, and they never been in that situation. You know, um, you got attorneys and judges making decisions and making stuff and, and they've never, They've never worked the road. Right. Or you got command staff making decisions, and it's been 30 years since, since they worked been the road. Out. Heck yeah. It's a lot and, different world 30 yeah. years ago than it is right now. Yeah, because people are more educated, um, and people, you know, do make things up more. And, and, you know, it used to be, man, it was just, to me, uh, I guess it seemed like people were just more honest back it's then. It's black and white. It wasn't, there was not a lot of this gray area. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, well, like I said before, man, when I, I grew up, man, I, I would have never, ever thought to disrespect a police officer when I yeah, was me kid. neither. My daddy would have beat me to death. Yep. You know, he'd still be beating me at yeah. seventy five years old. Yeah. They don't play. Yeah, exactly right. You know, or you get these parents, um, dude, they call nine one one because they're like, Well, I can't get my nine year old out of bed and send him to school. Do they for real? Dude, I'm serious. I am serious to heart attack. You know, they'll call because they can't get their six and nine year old kid out of bed to go to school. And they want me to come over there and, and, <laughs> and be a parent. Well, and scare them straight, I guess. Yeah. And then they're like, if you don't do what I tell you to, the police going to come arrest you. Yeah. And I'm like, don't that, tell them that crap. And then what happens is you got somebody, that's exactly what I was about to say. You got somebody that's going to continue to call the police mm -hmm. to parent their kid. Mm -hmm. 
and then you have a kid that's going to grow up hating uh, hate, hate thinking yeah. negatively about law enforcement or, or and i hate people that like i'll walk through walmart or whatever and i'll be in uniform and people they'll go if you don't act right he's gonna come get you i'm like don't tell them that yeah i want them to call me if they need help yeah right not be scared of not you. be scared because you're a crappy parent right right and you don't know how to discipline your child um dude i'm gonna tell you man i have stood by while parents have whipped their kids yeah you know they're like they, the parent would be so mad, and they're like, I'm scared that if I start whipping him, I ain't going to stop. It's like, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to stand right here to make sure that don't happen. <laughs> right. You know? But commence to beating your kid's ass. Well, yeah. But, I mean, and you look at Georgia law, says that, you know, you as a parent have the right to discipline your child. It's called yeah. locus piranus. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it has to be reasonable, right? So if I, look, bear six, you know, he's big for six, right? So his mama can pop him on the rear end with a hand, and he just kind of looks at her. Daddy can pop him on the hand on the rear end with a hand, and it gets some attention. Yeah. Right? So does that mean his mama can use a belt on him? Yeah. 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 You know, because it's getting the desired effect. Yeah. So what about these, you know, single moms uh, with 14, 15-year-old sons that are bigger than they are? How are they going to discipline their kids? If they didn't do it when they were little, it's too late now. Yeah. Well, I mean, and if they, even if they did and, and the, the boy's grown up and he's like, you ain't discipline me now. Well, what's reasonable in that fact? Yeah. To, well, you, to me? I mean, it's assault. If you, no, it, it, it's not. Okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't arrest for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've told mamas before, I'm like, look, you got to get that kid's respect. Yeah. And if that means smacking him in the mouth, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Because I can promise you what's going to happen if I come over there and he's hit you back. He's going to jail. Yeah, he's going yeah. with me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. I mean, is that reasonable for a mom whose son is bigger than she is to try to discipline her son to pop him in the mouth? I, I, I guess so. so. I think so. <laughs> I mean, as long as she's not sitting there beating on him right. and wailing away. Yeah. Right. But I mean, if she has to pop him to get his attention, okay, I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah. I I don't I don't have a problem with that. Um. You know. I mean, don't play stupid games. That's right. You know, because I've, t- you know, I mean, I, my daddy told me before, man, when I got 15, 16 years old, yeah, he, he'll put me in the floor. Yeah. Or put me in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, you know, like Bill Cosby said, uh, I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, and I live by the philosophy. So I, I, I grew up on that. Well, and, and I did too. And, you know, I, I've, man, when Bennett was, she was three, I guess, I hadn't, I hadn't been at the police department long. Um, we were, I don't know why my, all my stories revolve around Walmart, but whatever. <laughs> we were in Walmart. We were standing in line. It was me and her. And you know how kids are, man. You get up there at the front with all the little grab stuff. And so she's grabbing everything, grabbing everything, grabbing everything. And um, I said, Bennett, stop. She keeps on and on. I said, girl. And I'll still tell him this to the day. You can ask Bear. I'll tell him. I said, hey, do you want to walk with a limp? <laughs> And this little old man behind me goes, son, that's the funniest thing I ever heard. <laughs> well, there's a Karen in front of me. And she's like, don't you talk to her that way. I said, ma'am, you don't tell me how to talk to my kid. No kidding. I'm not cussing at her. I'm not berating her or whatever. Yeah. But she's going to understand that there's rules and she's going to follow them. Right. She's like, well, I'll just call the police. I said, go ahead. So uh police officer gets there. I know She called the police? She did. Holy crap. So, And I waited. Yeah. I, I knew it was going to be funny, yeah. so I just waited. And so, like I said, I'd been on the force for about a year. Yeah. And so, police officer gets there and kind of looks at me kind of weird. And he's like, can I help you, ma'am? And she said, yeah. She said, that, that man right there, he said he's going to beat his kid. I said, whoa. And what I said. 
I said, you tell her what I tell him what I said. And uh, she told him what I said. And the officer looked at me. Is that what you said? I said, that's what I said. He said, ma'am, you have a good day. She's like, are you not going to arrest him? He's like, for what? For discipline as kid? What a crazy person. Dude, I'm t- but, I mean, people are like that all the yeah. time. They think that they think that because they got an opinion yeah. it, th- that they they can say whatever they want. Yeah. And uh, Mike Tyson even said, you know, too many people have, have gotten comfortable with saying stuff and not getting punched in the mouth. Yep. Yep. We and, live in a society of that now. Yeah, that's exactly right. And people think that they can say what they want to say. And guess what? You've got the freedom to say what you want to say. But you better have the... You better have something to back it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, but like I said, I mean, I stayed around just because I knew it was going to be a funny conversation. Yeah. yeah. I would have been, yeah, I would have been laughing my ass off. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and I've, I see videos all the time of people. Um, I saw one this morning, a guy pulled a truck up, a pickup truck. About, I mean, it's like a four-wheel drive truck, about the size of yours, um, in a legal parking place. It was in between the lines, okay? This lady was parked right beside him. Uh, literally she was parked on the line, like her wheels were sitting on the line. Okay. The other side of her car was up, was like the curb area. And there was a good two foot between her wheels and the curb. So she had plenty of room to move over. Yeah. Well, she couldn't get out of her car. So she's pitching a fit at him to move his truck. Because she parked her car right on top of his truck. So she crawls out of the car on the other side, passenger side, yeah, gets out and she's berating him in his car, in his <laughs> truck, yelling at him, screaming at him. He's just sitting there laughing, videoing the whole thing. Yeah, she starts taking stuff out of her car. First, she takes like a like a a big um, fountain drink cup and just throws it at his truck. Gets fountain drink all over his truck. Oh, she's man. trying to get. It. I mean, she's sitting there screaming, "Move your truck! Move your truck!" She's out of the car and she's yelling at him for him to move his truck. And she's the one that's parked on top of him. She grabs a can of spray paint out of her car because she had bought some arts and crafts at like Michael's or whatever. This happened. It wasn't Atlanta. It was like one of the outskirts, like Jonesboro or, you know, uh, Lawrenceville or something like that. But anyway, she grabs a can of spray paint and goes to start spray painting his truck. Like she gets a little bit of spray paint on his window when he finally comes out the truck. And, And this dude is yeah and he's living he is a mountain of a man yeah like i would look up to this man yeah you know and i'm six foot four um and i'm like oh she's about to die and by that time the police pull up and you know and she's like hey and the cops are like really yeah are you out of your mind yeah and so um the guy starts telling uh the police what she did yeah and she goes in cuffs and she's like i called y'all yeah, like, yeah, but you're yeah, the one. But you're the, the one that's going with us. Yeah, you're the yeah. one that broke the law. What you Idiot. doing, boy? Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bears been playing with GI Joe, so now he's had enough. Yep. He's he's uh, he looks like he's a little overwhelmed, like I was when I started taking that stuff out of the bags. Oh yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's man. information. It's like a, it's overload. It's sensory overload. It is. Well, <laughs> and you know, like with us, we played with that stuff. So for yeah. me, that's like oh man, the coolest. Yes. You know. Agreed. Agreed. So well, I what you got going on with the school as far as like any upcoming shooting classes or we, I'm trying to schedule one. I wanted to do one this month. Um, just with scheduling right now, it's just tough because we're Thanksgiving and all. Sure. But holidays are on the way. Yeah. Well, I also want to do a, um, uh, a women's self-defense class before Christmas because you look at all the assaults and stuff that happen around the parking lots and yeah, around, yes. around shopping and all yep. this kind of stuff. And so I want to do, um, a self-defense class, including a lot of situational awareness, um, and things like that. 
And so hopefully I'm going to have some of that posted in the next couple of days. Um, I've got uh, one guy fighting next weekend in Jonesboro doing some boxing, AJ. Uh, is fighting. I'm gonna bring him in here one day. Oh yeah, we'd like yeah. to talk to him. He's a, Maybe he's, after his fight, we'll get it. We'll yeah, chat it he's, up with. He's him. a cool kid. He's a like I said, he's 15. Um, I think he graduates high school this year. Okay, at 15. Oh wow. Uh, he's already doing college classes. Um, but he's also a Christian rapper. Okay. Uh, his his uh, rap name's L- Lil Yelly. Okay. And um, he just performed out at Fields of Faith out at Cusa in front of I don't know like 500 kids. Oh wow! Uh, so he's he does busy um, doing shows and stuff like that, and then like I said, he's got a a really cool boxing career coming up uh, and and going forward. So um, he's he's going to do really good. But we're fighting in Jonesboro next weekend, cool. so trying to get ready for that. But yeah, trying to get some classes set up um, after the first of the year. We're really going to push our um, active shooter classes yeah. uh, for churches and businesses. Uh, we'll we'll come in and do a specialized program just for your location. Um, and then also, like I said, doing some, a lot more self-defense stuff, but I really want to do this, um, holiday self-defense class. Um, <laughs> we might need to teach people how to deal with their drunk neighbor, you know, their, yeah. drunk, their drunk family members. Yeah, no time. kidding. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that, that's the things you start to see, like the closer you get to holidays, the more thefts you see, uh, the more domestics you see yep. because people don't get along with the family. Right. But also what's really sad, the more suicides you see. Yeah. Because people are, are depressed. It's a hard time. It's a hard time for a lot of people. Uh, I remember uh, one Christmas, and it was actually Christmas Day. I was working. Um, I've been really lucky in law enforcement. I have not missed Christmas morning yet. Um, I might have had to work the night before, had to work that afternoon, but I've always been there for them on Christmas. Yeah. But anyway, it was Christmas night. Um, we get called out to Housing Authority, the project's. And um, this guy, two weeks before, he had pushed his girlfriend off the front porch, oh. broke her wrist. She had to have two pins put in her wrist. So Christmas Day, they get into it. He starts beating her. Um, he literally grabs her by the cast and is dragging her through the living room by her cast. Mm. The cast comes off, off her wrist where she's had pins put in. Yeah. And he starts beating her with the cast. Oh, wow. Um, then she comes to uh, the DA's office like, Three or four weeks later, wanting to drop charges. So yeah, just so reinforcing uh, negative behavior. Yeah, it she, never gets any better. Yeah, it's worse. I love him. He's he's my income. Yeah, you know, I, I need. He him. didn't mean it. Yeah, I need him to survive. Yeah, he didn't mean to drag my cast off my wrist and yeah, beat me and with beat it. Beat me with it. Right? <laughs> he didn't mean to break my wrist in the first place. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so um, he thought. <laughs> so the closer you get to holidays, the the more dangerous it is. The more dangerous it is driving too, man. Just yeah. traffic. Yep. And so hopefully we're going to be able to post that in the next like week or so. Um, I wanted another gun class and do that self-defense class. So, um, yeah, be checking out Forge Tactical on our Facebook page, and we'll uh, get some stuff posted. Awesome, man. Well, look, thank you guys for coming here this morning. Try. It's been fun, and we will do it again. Bear, did you have fun? Cool. You got mouth. Use it. Did you have fun? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a yes. That's a yes. That's a yes. All right, everybody take care. Later. <laughs>